Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Tommy Breelove of TommyBreelove.com. Tommy, it's awesome having you on the show. Gresh, what an honor, brother. And uh, I've already had some good laughs and almost a good cry talking about the Atlanta Falcons. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, and I definitely promise I wouldn't say my favorite team until at the end of the show because I don't, I want to continue the good vibes and the good energy that we have going on. And um, before we jumped into the interview, I wanted to read a little bit more about Tommy so you can hear about all these awesome things that he's doing. And Tommy is a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author of the book Legendary, an Atlanta based business relationship and mindset coach who is a regular featured keynote speaker at global events. He serves clients and audiences by empowering them to build and live legendary lives. He lives, he guides them to build a lasting legacy, work in their zone of brilliance and obtain financial confidence in living with meaning and balance. Tommy, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? I cannot wait to speak to the IMCEO community. What an honor. Honor is all ours, and, and we wanted to, to kind of kick everything off and rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with all awesome things you're, you're working on. So I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be in my second career. I grew up in the financial industry. I was a senior partner, shareholder, and board member at a large uh, financial consulting firm based in the Southeast. And um, even with all the money, title, prestige, it was not my calling. Um, so I made a very difficult, and now I'll look back and give myself a little bit of love. I'm a recovering perfectionist, so giving self-love sometimes a little hard. Yeah. Um, but it took a lot of courage for me to walk away from what was a significant amount of money to go chase this passion. And what led me to this is I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm also in a career that I didn't choose, it chose me. And I went through a massive transformation uh, in my life. And when I did that, all these executives, entrepreneurs, uh, managers, all these people in my network started reaching out to me and asking me for help in their relationships, with their mindset, with their money, and uh, with their lives, because I went through a massive transformation. And uh, so this, this chose me, and that was my CEO moment. And it, I'm a slow learner, apparently, because it was just countless people reaching out to me asking for help. And I was still in the financial industry. I never planned on leaving. And eventually it became so much of a calling uh, and it led to the book as well that I sold my equity, resigned my board seat and walked away at 39 years old to uh, chase this dream of helping people build and live legendary lives. That was my CEO moment, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. I think I can speak to and probably a lot of people can listen can can be uh, labeled slow learners or sometimes they they couple that with being hard headed and not wanting to listen to that calling that we sometimes hear so often. But I think it's so powerful that and, and we often are reminded that sometimes we get those signs and we hear those callings, we just kind of tune them out. But a lot of times when you do kind of step into that things just kind of take off from there. It sounds like it has for you. So true. And for me, I grew up in such humble beginnings, you know, no one in my family was college educated. We were a good solid blue collar part of South Atlanta and walking away from money and success to go follow a dream and follow your purpose. It was hard to do. I mean, it was not an easy process and it took a family decision, but 
one of my mantras now is I don't want to live life with regrets. Mm. I don't want to regret my actions, my words, and, and certainly my, where I spend most of my time, which is my career. So I would rather know that I at least was in the arena working toward my dream as opposed to working towards someone else's dream. And so um, giving myself a little self-love today. So thank you for allowing me to do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You definitely deserve it. And I think so many times, you know, a lot of times when you do for yourself so many times that helps out so many people because it gives people permission to be able to do the same. And I think uh, being able to kind of, you know, go towards your calling and, and go towards the things that light you up and the things that are your zone of brilliance as you kind of spoke to as well too, really give you that opportunity to really excel and, and be happy and, and, and live the dream you truly want. Thank you, man. Thank you. I, it's so true. And, and I think we guys like us give people the permission of going second. Like if, if he was vulnerable, honest, raw, and took the courage to do that, and I'm, I'm saying this, Gresh, if I, if I, Tommy Breedlove can do this, anybody can do it. Cause, um, and so, but to me, again, it goes back to significance, purpose, and living life without regrets. And so yeah carpe diem right there you go there you go i absolutely <laughs> love that and so um i wanted to ask you now for uh how exactly you serve the clients i know i spoke to it a little bit in the bio could you take us through what exactly that process looks like and how you support those clients you work with yeah so people come to me what helps i guess one of my differentiators that i did spend 20 something plus years in financial consulting i understand profitability cash flow governance tough decisions with employees and everything in between and people come to me, people come to, there's a difference between giving people what they want and what they need. And all people want, what we truly want, my friend, is to be seen, heard, loved, valued, and safe. That's what we want. <laughs> but what we think we need is money, power, significance, uh, more time. And so people usually come to me with their, they're at a crossroads in their life and they have to make a difficult decision in business and life. They want more money. They want more confidence. They want more time. Um, they're overwhelmed. They're stressed. Um, they can't figure out why, you know, they look up in the sky and ask why they're here. And so that's where we start. But let me tell you what all of us need is we want more intimacy in our friendships or with our significant others. We want to be the masters of our mindset because there's that voice inside our head that says we're not good enough. And what if they figure out, I really don't know what I'm doing. And I'm about to get a little woo-woo, but it's, 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 not, it's data now. This is not anecdotal. Is people need more unconditional love, self-respect, and self-confidence so that we can truly love and respect others. And, you know, and so that's what we need. So I work with people. It always ends there. It doesn't matter if it's a seasoned executive or someone just getting started out in their career. That's what I take them through. And the reason I picked legendary in a world of constant self-promotion. If I said Tommy Breedlove is legendary, people would laugh me out of the room. Legendary is given to us by societies, our communities, our, our think of the great, there's some bad legends in history. I mean, we can name them and we can name some great uh, people in history, MLKs and, and, and Gandhis and all those unbelievably good people, but you don't have to be rich and famous. You just got to live a life of significance and leave this world, our communities and people a little better than we found them. Mm. And that to me is building legendary lives. And so that's literally what I, and I, I do it in one-on-one -on -one settings. I do it in retreats. I do it in group formats. I do it in public speaking. It's truly an honor. And I don't, I'm out in the business of changing people. I'm just in the business of revealing the greatness what's already in and it, it's just an honor to do it man i wanted to switch gears a little bit and i wanted to ask you for what i call a ceo hack so this could be like an apple book or a habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient 
uh, for, for what makes me the most effective is a strong gratitude practice. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps keep me in the present moment. It helps to keep me out of the fear because um, we all have fear and insecurities. And as a CEO, I mean, I've, I've got quite an organization now. And for me, it keeps me humble, keeps me in the present moment. And it helps me to celebrate the daily wins. Um, my team is amazing at that. And so um, when we're, because so, we're always planning and the next thing and the next thing, and we're wanting to build empires and I, that, Hey, I, I get it. Let's do it. But if we're not enjoying the moments and the wins and even the losses, and we're not grateful for every single breath of every single day, that's a hack for me. It keeps me happy, keeps me present, keeps me peaceful. And honestly, it keeps me humble. And it, 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 it's, it's on the loving side of the spectrum as opposed to on the fear side. And we get so caught up in building the businesses and I love it. We need to be grateful for the journey. And I think that would be my biggest life hack. I absolutely love that. And I love, you know, obviously we, it's, it's a little bit easier to be grateful for the things that we're able to succeed at. But I love that you said, you know, being grateful even for the things whether we failed at. Because I think so many times we forget that getting the opportunity to even fail and to take that chance or take that challenge or go forward is something we should be grateful for as well. And not only does it provide that opportunity, but it also provides a lot of seeds of ways that we can improve to take that next level and actually succeed in the way that we hope to have succeeded in the beginning. Absolutely. And if we really look for it, especially in our failings and our mistakes, um, there's so much love and learnings in those. And I know it's cliche and, and we don't talk about it. Screwing up and failing sucks. Mm-hmm. It truly does in the moment. Um, it's like a bad breakup, man. It's, it's just hard to get over. But every breakup, every failing, every mistake, you look back six months and if you really look at it, it's probably the best thing that we did and happened to us if we learn from it, right? And so being grateful for that is where you stand on your mistakes as a strong foundation, as opposed to an anchor weighing you down. Like we're so filled with shame and like we've talked about that voice inside our head. Nah, man, that was the best mistake you ever made because now you've learned from it. Now you stand on it with gratitude and you move forward better than we were yesterday. And I think it's a big, powerful thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and especially when you're able to, as you said, move forward. And, and, and a lot of times, like you said, when you look back, you can say, okay, that's why that happened. This is how I improved myself from it. But you can only do that by moving forward. It becomes that anchor if you don't move forward. So absolutely love that. I was a Michelangelo at screwing up at one time in my <laughs> life. So I can say with confidence, though, that, um, and I was talking about this last night with a dear friend that I haven't seen in a long, long time. And I'm proud of the man I am now. And I don't want to be remembered as that guy. I want to be remembered as this guy. And mm-hmm. I couldn't have done that without all those mistakes. So I'm, I'm truly grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I say very often that I'm a big believer in kind of binary, so to speak. It's, it's really hard to really experience good without experiencing bad. It's really hard to really enjoy the highs if you haven't experienced the lows. And I think that so many times we just want to experience the high, but we don't, we forget that we have to go through a process to get there. So that sounds like- Amen, my do. brother. <laughs> awesome. Amen. <laughs> awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I would say participate in your own rescue. And what I mean by that is ask for help. I think so many times we try to try to be that oak tree with the strong roots and we don't have it all figured out. We don't have all the answers. We make mistakes and I don't want us to die as CEOs on that, that horse, you know, leading the charge. It takes a village and a community and so I would say participate in your own rescue, 
ask for help and remember two ears and one mouth. And the reason I say that is listen, listen, if that doesn't work, listen to more and speak when you need to speak. So ask for help, participate in your own rescue. There's no magic pill to this thing called life and business. Um, it takes a village, a community, surround yourself with people who want to make you better. Know you don't have all the answers and then remember to listen more than you speak. And that's, that's what I would say to all CEOs out there. Awesome. I absolutely love that. And, and I think it, it, it ties into what you said about the rock about that humility aspect, because I think when you're a CEO, when you're an entrepreneur, you have to have a certain um, kind of revital maybe or confidence that you can really create something. But at the same time, you have to balance that with that humility. And a lot of that manifests itself in asking for help and putting those people around you in order to see that success. And if you don't do that, that bravado, that arrogance, that confident or overconfident maybe even can sometimes lead you to where you ultimately don't want to be. Yeah. You don't want to become Steve Jobs who gets fired from the company he created, you know, <laughs> and that was throw, you know, that was for arrogance, lack of leadership, lack of, and it took that humility and that punch in the gut for lack of a better word to come back, stay in his zone of brilliance, innovator, marketer, right? Mm -hmm. Let other people that are better than him at other jobs do their job. And look, it's probably one of the biggest brands on earth now from that mistake and from that humility and learning and asking for help. And so it was, it's a big moment for all of us to, to take note of that. Yeah, absolutely. A, a little taste of humble pie never uh, hurts at <laughs> the end of the day. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Tommy, what does being a CEO mean to you? It means you're a leader and you're a servant and you have a responsibility for the lives of your people, of your customer. And it's a heavy, heavy responsibility. It's a responsibility to provide value in the world. Um, it needs accountability. It needs humbleness. It needs all of the great things we talked about. So being a CDO is serving. Not, and you can lead via servant. There's some of the greatest leaders in the world who are servers, probably the best leaders in the world. Is take that responsibilities. If you keep your people and your purpose first, the profit will come. It absolutely will. I've seen it time and time again. I've seen it countless times in my life and in my client's life. Stay humble, serve, listen, lead, and put your people first and the profit will come. I love it. People and, and purpose ahead of profits. And I think so many times we get that switched around as we kind of talked about, you know, before. But I think that, as you said, you know, the Gandhis of the world, those people that really have made uh, a legendary impact and have done phenomenal things are those people that understand that. And it might in some ways manifest itself in money and other times it may not, but impact is one of the biggest things that we see. So I absolutely love that, Tommy. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. <laughs> awesome. 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 I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can tell our readers and listeners. And of course, how best they can get on view, get a copy of the book and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, brother. Um, if you want to, if you've, if you liked what we've been throwing down here and you dig it um, because of the time that we're recording this, it's a, it's a troublesome time with a lot of fear and anxiety and uncertainty in this world. And we've opened up chapters of the book to help with that for free. So if you go to Tommy and I'm a Southern guy, so I'll spell this slash K 
gifts, G-I-F-T-S. I hope that came through clear. We're giving away the financial confidence, the financial freedom, and the financial mindset chapters because I think everybody needs a little of that in these uncertain times. And we're also giving away the Mastering Your Mindset chapter. So check it out there, and uh, hopefully you'll dig it. Hopefully you'll apply some of those lessons to your life. Reach out to me anytime. Uh, we put love and light, inspiration, goodness, um, business hacks, tips all the time. We, we're, we're, we're on the good side of social media, not the toxic side of social media. So check us out at Tommy Breedlove. And uh, if you ever want to reach out to me, uh, Tommy at TommyBreedlove.com, I'd be happy and humbled to hear from you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, well, Tommy, I'm happy and humbled that you were able to kind of join us on the show. We will have the links and information in the show notes. And I, I definitely appreciate you for offering the chapters, for writing the book, reminding us of how we can be legendary in our lives and our businesses and relationships that we have. So I appreciate you so much again, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.